Hey, 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 this is your host, Alicia, of the podcast formerly known as The Book of Alicia. So yes, 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 The Book of Alicia has changed its name to Momming, Wifing, and Queening Podcast. We are still going to talk about womanhood, motherhood, and wifeyhood, and everything in between, but I'm just so happy to take on this new journey with you while I empower women to not get lost in whatever roles they are assigned, but to queen them, okay? I may not know everything, but I know some things, so we're going to talk about some things, okay? But before we dive in today, I want to make sure you are able to reach me on social media because guess what I have changed my social media handles as well so you can follow me on Instagram at the Alicia Shaw and that's at T-H-E-A-L-E-S-H-A-S-H-A-W and like my Facebook page the Alicia Shaw you can also follow my blog at www.aliciashavon.com that's www.aleshashevon.com where you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts as well as purchase things like books and shirts I have available on my site. So all y'all ready? Let's get it in. Okay, you guys, I can't end January without recognizing human trafficking as it is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And who is best to talk about that? None other than Tammy Schuff, Mrs. Nebraska America, who has human trafficking as her platform. So Tammy is passionate about leading by example and being a source of inspiration for other women. Her desire is to be a positive role model in all aspects of her life as a wife, mother, friend, youth leader, business owner, and advocate for human trafficking. She has been married to her husband, Chad, for 20 years, and they have three children. Her career started in the medical field as a certified surgical technologist, followed by becoming an instructor at Northeastern Oklahoma College. She now resides in Omaha, Nebraska, and is the owner of Envy Tans by Tammy. She is a professional bodybuilder and has been featured on the cover of Natural Mag and has been recognized in other publications for her achievements in the health and industry field. She was awarded the title of Mrs. Nebraska America in 2022. She is a very involved and she's very involved in her community and committed to making changes in the lives of those less fortunate. Her hobbies include baking, traveling, pickleball, puzzles, trying new things and family date nights. She will never turn down a piece of cheesecake. And her favorite quote is, lift others up. There is room for all of us at the finish line. So y'all, let's get into this interview with Tammy Shuff, Mrs. Nebraska America. Let's get it in. Okay, so it's Alicia back with you guys with another episode of Mommy, Wifing, and Queening. And today I have a lovely guest, another Mrs. America, um, Mrs. America's sister from our pageant in Las Vegas. I have Mrs. Nebraska Tammy Shuff. So she's going to come and talk to us because January is Human Trafficking Month, which happens to be her platform. So I want her to introduce herself to you guys and talk a little bit more about human trafficking and how she um, how she uses her platform to bring more awareness to that. So go ahead, Tammy, and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about your platform. Well, hello. Thank you so much for having me. As Alicia oh, said, yeah. my name is Tammy, and I reside in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, my husband and I just celebrated our 20-year anniversary, and we have three kids, um, twin boy girls that are 13, and then my older mm-hmm. son is 15. I own a spray tanning bis- business here in Omaha. 
Um, and I'm passionate about, you know, do, doing the best that I can for my family. I love working out. I love traveling. And I love just making a difference in my community. Cool, cool. So tell me more about why did you choose this as your platform? Why was that something that was um, passionate to you? Well, this kind of all started for me back in 2015. I had a friend and she invited me to a gala. I actually didn't even know what it was about. I'm just like, dress up, free food, gala, sure, it sounds fun, I'll go, you know, spend time with one of my besties. So I went and there was a guest speaker and she told her story about how she was groomed into human sex trafficking. And I didn't even really, I heard the word trafficking, but I really didn't think much beyond that. I really didn't know what it was fully. Um, but when she told her story, I mean, Alicia, like my mouth probably was open and you could have heard, you could like, you could have heard a dime fall on that floor. It was silent. And I thought her story could happen to my daughter. And I just, I felt a tug from Christ that I needed to get involved. I needed to make a difference and I need to get it out there and I need to start bringing awareness, not only for the women, it also happens to men. And I have two sons as well. So it just, it just encompassed just my mama heart and what she had been through. And I was just like, I've got to make a difference. Like I've, I've got to get out there and I've got to do something. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more about human trafficking because I too, I mean, I understand the severity of it and I understand the dangers of it. And I understand it from a perspective of, you know, um, people snatching, you know, uh, women or people unsuspecting women from parking lots or, you know, putting things like, I understand it from that perspective, but I know that's not all that human trafficking entails. You know, I can be safe. I, I can practice safe, uh, safe, uh, uh, another word I'm looking for. I can try to be safe when I'm, when, you know, when I'm outside and things like that, but I know that's not the only avenues that, you know, can, uh, impact human, human trafficking. So tell me more about other ways that this can happen to, um, young girls or, or boys. You know, I mean, exactly what you said right there is what made me want to get involved because I think most people see it that way. That's kind of what they think it is. And while that can happen and it does happen, it's actually the farthest thing from that. I mean, mm -hmm. there are instances that that does happen. You know, you hear about that, but it is more um, familiar trafficking, which means your own family is doing it to you. Your parents, your grandparents, an uncle of a teenage, teenage girl. Um, unfortunately that happens a lot and, um, other ways, you know, it can be where a pimp is involved. And that's the story that I had heard where she started dating this man. She was in her twenties. She met a man just out and about. They started dating. She thought she was going to marry him. It was great. She was in love. He was doing all the right things. And six months into their relationship, he drove her down a dirt road and said, get out and go in that house and do what you're told. And she was in human sex trafficking for like three years before the house was busted. And so it's just, it's so scary because for our children, you know, these traffickers are placing people in our high schools. They're placing people in our malls mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be a man approaching a woman, a woman, it can yeah. be a woman. It can be a new, new junior at your high school 
and she's actually placed there to become a good friend to you. People go over to people's houses for a sleepover, and then she's actually in the trafficking ring, and they they get those girls that way, you know, and they they start ripping them, and you know, if if you do this, if you do this for my uncle, like I'll buy you all these nice things, and you know, they prey on vulnerable people mostly. So it's it's so important to be teaching our young kids the signs, how to recognize it and how to respond. And also as a community as a whole, so we can recognize it and know what to do because it could be happening at the restaurant right beside us and we don't know. And so if we, if we don't know, then we don't know. And just once my eyes were opened, I'm like, I can't turn my back on this. Like, you know, I mean, I work with a, with a, with a house here in Omaha, you know, it's a, it's a hidden house and it's a safe house where they bring victims of human trafficking. And it's, you know, it's a two, it's called rejuvenating women. It's a two-year program. And just some of the things that I've heard from these ladies and they're anywhere from, we start taking them at 18. I'm the oldest I've worked with is actually my age. He's 47, but just some of the things that I've heard them talk about, I I can't unhear that. You know, I can't, I can't, and I can't turn my back to that, just knowing what these women have gone through. And it's, and it doesn't just happen to women. Like it happens to men. The majority, it happens to women, unfortunately. But, you know, it does happen to men as well. There is also, you know, forced labor. I mean, that's a form of trafficking. Like a lot of people come to our country to want to better their life and people take advantage of that. And they're making them work all these excessive hours and barely paying them. I mean, that, that, that's mm-hmm. another form of trafficking. So it's not just sex trafficking. That's, I think, what most people think. But there's also yeah. familiar traffic, trafficking. There's labor trafficking. There's, you know, just anything that somebody is doing. I mean, that's the definition of it, is the use of force or fraud or, or coercion to compel a person into acts of labor or acts of commercial sex against their will. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. What are, like, the signs that people can look for? Cause I know you were saying like they can plant people in high school. So if I were to talk to my daughter about this, like, what should I, what sign should I make her aware of? Yes. So when it comes to warning signs of saying a student, because like, I would love to like get into the schools and be able to, like, that's one of my goals, get into healthcare systems and be teaching the nurses and doctors what to look for getting into the high schools and junior and middle schools, you know, this starts girls. Yeah as super young, like five years old, one of the girls at our house is trafficked by her own mother since she was five years old. Um, So in the high school, like I would love to get teachers, you know, more aware of the signs. And some of those signs for students are, you know, physical abuse, like burn marks or bruises or cuts or, you know, unexplained absences from class or overly tired in class. They become withdrawn, they become distracted, just things that, you know, aren't of themselves. Um, other signs, like, I mean, especially for like, if, you know, if it's, if it, um, if somebody comes to the ER, like the doctors need to be looking for people who, you know, they're, they're avoiding eye contact or they're with an older man that's doing all the talking for them, or, you know, they don't have any IDs themselves, or they have untreated STDs, um, tattooings and brandings. Um, there, there's, there's quite a few signs and I just, yeah, people need to know. Yeah. What, what, I guess, because I'm still trying to understand that world. What do you think um, for the ladies or or the men? Um, I mean, I know it's a sense of control as well, but what do you what do you think it it that's uh, um, not stops them, but makes it difficult for them to get out? 
like what's the hardest part of getting gas because them them not um, not being able to um, you know communicate with people or is it just they're just taught not to say anything like what do you think is the most difficult well um, I guess it, yeah it's a great it's a great question and because a lot of these people are vulnerable vulnerable already um, you know most of the time they are kept drugged um, they have been you know been told that they are not worth anything for so long that they start believing that, or they're threatened that they will hurt them or that they will go hurt their family. I mean, most of the time it is, it's completely out of fear and what would happen yeah. if they tried to run or if they told, or if they tried to you know, go somewhere that they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing a story about it in um, just recently, as a matter of fact, and a lady was saying how, um, she turned to sub substances just to kind of deal with the experience of, you know, having to do what she's told. And she was saying, um, I guess the difficult part was it just a fear. It wasn't like she didn't, well, she tried to escape and, you know, she was beaten or something like that, but she said there was, there was plenty of opportunities where she did, she had the freedom to leave, but because she was beaten so bad and because of all that, you know, she was told, it made it difficult. And I always wonder, is that what, is it just the fear of if I, if I leave, you know, I could be, you know, hurt, killed or things like that. Um, so my question to you is how do you, how are you able to advocate for this, uh, for, um, um, human trafficking and then have your life as wife, mom, or, you know, um, businesswoman, like how do you encompass all of that and still be able to make it work for you? Well, it, it's hard, you know, as well as me, like being a mom and a wife and just keeping your household, that's like, that's the most important thing you can do. Um, and it's hard and it's time consuming, but you also, for me, it's part of showing my children that, you know, community work is good. Like not only for everybody else out there you'd be doing it for, but for your own heart and for your own soul, like that's, that's what yeah. we're called to do. And so like, I want, I want to teach my children that, and I want to show them that it's important and you have to make time for those things. Just it, time management is difficult and, and you, you just, you have to find ways to, you know, make yourself realize what's important and what's not important. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, giving back and showing, showing my children how to love other people is very important to me. So I just, I make it work. Yeah, I was supposed to say, how has that impacted them? Like, have they, um, are they able to go out with you or have they learned? I'm sure they've learned more about human trafficking and things like that. Like what has been their whole experience with everything? They they probably know too much about human trafficking. <laughs> it, it, you know, when you're when yeah. you're in it and you're around and I'm around these women and not that I tell them those stories because that's their private yeah. stories and it's, it's too yeah. much for a child for them to know. But um, just, just, I love that they're, that they're aware and like they'll wear a t-shirt that says in human trafficking. And so then it opens up the door for other kids to say, well, what does that mean? You know, and, and yeah. then they, they can tell them, you know, like be aware of your surroundings. Like every time they see a, a shady van, they're like, oh my gosh, there's a shady van. But like, I love that it's, you know, I, I don't want to scare them, but yet, you know, so but it's on their radar. Yeah. I mean, I want to teach them yeah. like you have to trust in the Lord and, you know, go with your gut, but you know, be aware, but don't, don't be fearful. Yeah. 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 And it's crazy to me because I've become actually more aware 
just from looking at <laughs> looking at things on social media and I didn't um I'm not gonna say that I didn't know I mean I really didn't know a lot about it but I don't feel like I was seeing it as much to to always have it on my radar but I feel like lately it's been I've been hearing it a lot I've been seeing more just sign uh, or not signs but more videos of people saying you know watch out for this watch out for that make sure and it's wow. making me more where even like if I'm walking with my daughters or if I'm just out and about I find myself looking around and I'd be more aware of my surroundings whereas before I never really, I, I, I would be careless, to be honest with you. I would just, you know, go in the store to my car. and I, But now I do notice like shady vans or someone's parked too close to my car, <laughs> like things like that. Or I know the big thing was making sure uh, that your hand, there was nothing on your handles or like tissue or something they were putting on the handles. But yeah. I know, I feel like I, it makes me feel good that I'm able to be, um, just more vigilant of those things because I can be one that's just in my own world and right. just not really paying much attention, but it's definitely opened my eyes. Um, I think that for us um, as women, um, we just have to be more aware anyways, especially when you have when you have kids and you know you want to make sure they're okay. But we also have to just be more aware for our own safety because sometimes we do come off as being more vulnerable. So yeah. it's important that we are are just watching our surroundings and just making sure that we're not just being careless like I would normally be but no I wanted to um ask you like being Mrs. Nebraska has that um I guess uh put you out to a broader audience or a bigger audience with you being able to use it as your platform than before you were crowned absolutely it has yeah um I think you know people if they if they have somebody that they feel like you know, it would be a great example at a human trafficking event, um, or that would be, you know, known or that people would like to meet. Um, I've had a lot of events around my year um, where I've been mm -hmm. invited to speak about human trafficking and, you know, how I got involved and what I'm doing to make a difference. So it, ha it has been really good. That's good. That's good. Well, tell me more about what are your plans? I know for a lot of us, our, our couple months will be it'll be over our rains will be over so tell me what you what are your plans for um the next the next the next couple of months as you prepare to have to give up your crown well i am working on a couple projects um i am working with sweden who is mrs tennessee and we are oh. actually in the middle of designing a necklace right now that brings awareness to human trafficking and i mean that's her platform too and so it's really you know it's really special oh to wow us. You know, we were trying to kind of come up with something to put on, you know, something to put with our necklace. And I said, well, you know, there, there was a trafficking victim at our house that graduated and she's just, she's really good at writing. And so I reached out to her because we were like, gosh, what do we write? Like we want it to like feel heartfelt and, you know, just, just hit home for trafficking awareness. And so I reached out to this young lady and she said, I would love to do that. And she sent me just the greatest thing that we could, that we could add to our package in the necklace. And so we designed it. We've, we've got it about halfway ready. Um, and then we're going to you know, cool. sell that and the proceeds are going to be split between the, the two organizations that we work with, with human trafficking. That's and cool. I'm also I love it. on a book collaboration with none other than Mrs. <laughs> herself. Um, on I'm Mary. excited. I'm super excited about that. And um, what I was excited about the most is when I reached out to you and I'm like, you know, I don't know how much I have to offer for this book. Like, you know, my marriage... You know, it has been blessed. I, I haven't, we haven't been through a lot of turmoil or sickness or, 
you know, stuff like that. And you just immediately, you were just like, I love it. Like, I just, I love it. I love a chapter that's fully encouraging. So I'm really excited about that and working on that. So I'm I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I really think like when you, when you did share interest and you're telling me, I'm all like, people need to hear that because to be honest with you, like a lot of times when you, when you talk to people, or not necessarily when you talk to people, people like to give unsolicited advice about marriage. And a lot of times it's, it can be very yeah. negative to where you're like, well, what do I have to look forward to? Or like, I don't want to go do that. So it's always a blessing to see people who truly have a blessed marriage and you're able to talk about that because I feel like I didn't hear it enough. You know, when I, when I, uh, I'll never forget when I was getting, I was actually, I think getting my hair done, like, I don't know if it was a trial or if it was really for the, I think it was a trial and everyone was talking about, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? And it was like, shouldn't you guys be congratulating me or encouraging me? Like it was very odd. I felt so uncomfortable, but at the same time, it made me feel like I'm going to prove them wrong because they're talking all this negative. You know what I mean? And I'm sorry. It was my daughter. Um, but they were talking all these negative things and I was like um I I didn't really appreciate it to be honest because I feel like just because that's your situation doesn't mean that that's everyone's situation but at the same time you're already for me I was already nervous and scared that wasn't the stories I wanted to hear you know so in my head I was like okay I'll, I'll just prove y'all wrong holla at me in about 10 years and I'm gonna tell you where <laughs> so yeah when you when you shared them like I think it's awesome because for me, I didn't hear a lot of, I mean, and I saw, you know, like I said, I had an aunt who was like, you know, I pray that you stay in love. Like my, um, your uncle and I did because my uncle passed away, uh, several years ago, but she's like, I loved him till the day that he died. It was like the best thing. So I want to hear more of those stories. And I think that when you were talking about it, that's why I felt like, yeah, like it just, to me, it was something my heart was like, yeah, we need, we need this. We definitely need this because not saying that, anybody else wasn't going to share a loving story but right. I I just felt like something about what you were saying was like yeah I, I, I would love for you to, to share that because I feel like it's not seen often so I appreciate you for uh being a part of that project and just being willing to trust me with your chapters and um you know as with, with your with your words and publishing it so everyone could could see um, is there anything else you want to share or talk about before I let you go? Well, I just, I want to remind everybody, you know, when it, when it comes to the trafficking that, you know, without fail, like the buying and selling of human being is unacceptable and we need to do better. So I encourage everyone, even if it's just making yourself more aware by doing research online or if there's something that your city is holding where they're you know teaching you about it please go um, just for the safety of you know your friends and your family and your own children and um, trust your judgment and um, you know re- reach out reach out if you feel like you know someone that is being is being trafficked um, and I just encourage everybody to go after their dreams do things that make you nervous do things that make you excited and just keep on living yes yes thank you thank you thank you and before I let you go I want you to share your social media social media and those that people want to follow you or just see more of your journey as Mrs. Nebraska or if they want to follow your human traffic trafficking platform um they can do that so 
Yes. Wait, where my would you Instagram like for them to follow you? My Instagram handle is um, Girl Shuffy, G-I-R-L-S-H-U-F-F-Y. And my Facebook is under Tammy Shuff. Okay. Well, I enjoy talking to you. Um, Thanks for having me. So that concludes today's episode of Momming, Wifing, and Queening. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram at The Alicia Shaw, as well as like my Facebook page, The Alicia Shaw. And don't forget to check out my blog at www.aliciashavon.com. That's www.aleshashevon.com, where you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts, as well as purchase books. I have co-authors and shirts I have available as well. I pray that you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, y'all, I'm out. Thank you.